0: It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. I hate liars, said the liar to all the liars in the room. Ah! It's true, there isn't a person in the world who likes a liar. But, at the same time, there isn't a person who seems to be willing to stop lying. Matter of fact, I think we've begun to believe it's literally impossible for the truth be told. And I think, I think we hold to the idea that honesty has become more of a goal rather than a lifestyle. So that's why I think it's a little comical when the Ten Commandments come along here and say, don't bear false witness, Against thy neighbor. Now, I will be honest with you. I don't really consider myself to be a bastard. Matter of fact, there I think there are moments in my life where I actually flirt with becoming enlightened. But considering The amount of lying I've done in my life, especially in my earlier years, I will have to do a lot of truth-telling by the time I croak to break even. Let's see now. I was honest over there. I was lying over there, lying over there, lying over there, honest over there, lying over there, honest over there. See, am I keeping score? I'm still, I'm still susceptible to lying. It's because we are taught, we are instructed, we are surrounded by the notion from our youth that the truth can be very painful. So when anyone begins a sentence with, the truth of the matter is, we all kind of brace ourselves for some revelation we know that's going to be unpleasant. Why would God, even a, per, forget God, why would a particularly friendly gargoyle think that we humans would be willing to stop bearing false witness? If the prospect of doing so was nerve-wracking, disappointing, incriminating, I just want you to know, I think it's unrealistic. It's like if you walked in a room, and the room had four children in it, and you saw a broken lamp on the floor, and you turned to them, And you ask, who broke the lamp? You see, at a very early age, the humans that we are, we start using our brains more for calculating than for reasoning. It's true. The brain is a magnificent organism to reason, but we spend so much time being defensive Trying to protect ourselves, that we mainly use the brain to calculate. I think we're better when we're reasonable, but to ado- to avoid conflict, criticism, and of course punishment, we often work feverishly in our gray matter, trying to calculate. Well, if I do this, then this will happen, and if I do this, this will. Then if I do this, then she'll think that, and then he'll think. that. Back to the kids in the lamp for a second. See, no matter how friendly your face might be in front of those children, when you ask about the broken lamp, who broke the lamp like that? Or or if you even insist, they won't get in trouble if they just tell you who did it and tell the truth. In their brains, their little brains, their newly hatched brains, they are calculating that if they owned a lamp and you broke it, they would kick your ass. So why should they believe you're not going to kick theirs? It's frustrating. Why? Because the truth is the only thing that will make us free. Every derivation, every deception, every false witness, every lie just constantly entraps us in a web of deception which removes us from the sensation of feeling comfortable with ourselves. Instead, we're always on edge, always calculating. <laughs> I go far as to, I'm, going, I'm going to go as far as to say, I would guess that 60%, 60% of the grouchy, enraged, and even murderous people in our world are in that position because they know they are liars and they fear they might get caught at any time. I just don't think it makes the truth more appealing by telling people, well, "Don't bear, don't, don't bear false witness now. Get yourself in some big trouble." Don't you? You see, our calculating brains immediately pop up the question. Now, wait a second. Wait a second. If I'm honest, then what? And the answer that comes back to us through our calculating brain, it's always the same. I may be briefly honored for being honest and candid, but ultimately, I will be punished for my deeds. It's not worth it, is it? Because it's not human to welcome difficulty. It's not human to bring pain on ourselves. So therefore, it might seem or appear to not be human to tell the truth. But what we must inform ourselves of is that although giving true witness offering candor, maybe for a brief second or two, it might feel ugly and stupid. What we lose by lying, especially when it is revealed, and get it through your head, it is always revealed. When it's revealed, what we lose are three things we just can't live without. These are three things that a human being can't live without. We can live without lying. But we can't live without. How about number one, trust. Every one of us needs to feel that if the chips are down and it's only our word that's available, the people around us will consider us reliable. Therefore, when anyone says, I'm just being honest with you, they usually aren't. With honesty comes an understanding that our words are often difficult to believe because of the reputation of our race going back to Adam and Eve. But there, So there's no need to become defensive. Just learn how to say yes. Just say no. Have you ever listened to a politician? They ask him a question. Did you go to the bathroom yesterday? Well, we have found about bathrooms that you have to determine yes or no and then leave it. That's how I know people are telling the truth. They don't ask me or demand that I believe them. That's how I learn to trust people. They don't have to swear on a stack of Bibles or have me check with someone else or insist that this time, listen, it's different. This time I'm actually telling you the truth. Instead, they just speak it out. They let it hang in the air. They let it stand. Let it be what it is the only words that could be spoken because they're the only words that are true so there you go of course liars can't do this uh, but usually every liar feels the need to offer an explanation explanations are always a hint of guilt can you afford to lose the trust of someone or all the someones you love. No. Not if you want a life of contentment. When we're not trusted, all of us become resentful. And when we're resentful, we start that calculating brain plotting against those we feel don't trust us. Even though we know we're not worthy of the trust, how dare they not trust us? And at this point, the second thing we lose, if we bear false witness, if we're liars, we lose the absolute ecstasy of simplicity above all other gifts that a human being needs, simplicity is the most important. We are horrible when we try to be complicated. We are intolerable when we complicate things. And we are insane when we start off any project by saying, listen, folks, this is going to be complicated the great gift given to those who tell the truth is simplicity. Because you don't have to learn a story. You don't have to remember a story. Now, what did I say yesterday? What was it? trying to remember? You don't have to develop another story over here to back up the first story. And you don't have to fake being infuriated because someone says they just... Don't believe you. Lying takes away the great blessing of simplicity. Which leads to the, the third thing. You know, which leads to the third thing. Once we lose the trust of people and we can't walk in simplicity anymore. There's a third thing that, that just departs from us and that's Joy. You know, a few times in my journey, I've thought I thought when I lied that I, I pulled that one off. <laughs> in other words, my lie worked. My deception did not get revealed. And it looks like I got what I wanted through lying. Here's the problem. There's no real joy in it. You know why? is because now you must live a life of doing that lying thing every single time to prove your point that the first time you do it it was better it was righteous so you got to stick with this illusion these lies which always invite more lies my first lie is honey and then all the other lies come like flies. The lies come like flies. And the law of averages says that if you lie, you're probably going to get caught. And if you lie ten times, you might get caught ten times. Would, would that not take away the joy in life? That being that sense in us that it's tough right now, it's weird, but everything's going to be okay. I have counseled people who've received a diagnosis for cancer, and they were unable to muster the positive thinking, the gumption, the passion, to fight their disease because they were so guilt-ridden, and joyless because they knew the deception that had run through their lives since they were kids. Matter of fact, I'll tell you this right now. Until they repented for their lying, it was impossible for them to pursue healing or to pray for a miracle we pose the question, if I'm honest, then what? And the answer is always terrifying. But then stop for a second and pose one additional question. To maintain my false statements, am I willing to lose the trust of those I love, the simplicity of my choices, and the joy of being alive? Because of three of those trust, simplicity, and joy. They will run out of the room the minute you try to tangle them up with your lies. The good news is, folks, even though telling the truth may not seem to be the natural thing to do, the better news is if we pursue it with all our hearts, then trust. Simplicity and joy can enter our beings to make our natural more super. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.